thoughts on stuckness. I'm T, this is Burning Tarot. But we're just gonna have a little wander in the woods today without drawing a card. I brought no cards with me today. Maybe you can hear the water in the background. I'm going to include a little video. I'm standing in front of, <laughs> well, I'm standing in front of this big piece of foam. This foam that nature has formed um, as water rushes through this little confluence of a creek that I didn't even know was here, very close to the town of Sisters, Oregon. And um, we've had unseasonably wet, warm weather this week. So I'm walking and I come across this lovely, I think it's a selection of small creeks and some just randomly semi-flooded areas in the forest. And just some of this water comes in at just the right angle to make a little pocket. A little pocket forms and the water in there is swirling around and around and making more and more foam. And the foam looks like a cake. It looks like a big piece of meringue or a fluffy frivol cake. It's hilarious. And it just spins and spins around. It is going nowhere. It's probably losing little bits of foam and gaining new bubbles. But the overall impression one gets is of a deep stuckness, a spinning, spinning, spinningness. And it's very comical. I don't know. It just cracked me up. <laughs> and sometimes this is exactly how I feel. It even has some little um, branches that have fallen on it so that it almost kind of looks like it has a frowny face. <laughs> Yet as I watched it, I kind of meditated on it for a while. I got a sense of this foam cake is exactly where it needs to be. This foam cake is exactly what it needs to be. Should our foam cake suddenly break free, like suppose I waded through this part of the creek over here and got over there and like let it loose into the main stream of the river there. Well, the foam cake really wouldn't last very long. The wind would tear at it. The water would tear at it. Bubbles would come off of it. Pieces of it would get stuck to the various grasses and pine needles and stuff alongside this flow. And that would be the end of our friend foam cake. So I don't know whether it's enjoying itself or if foam cakes can enjoy themselves. This is, this is unknown to science at this point. I don't know whether foam cakes achieve consciousness and are aware that they're spinning and spinning and spinning and not going anywhere. But I do know and appreciate that this is where the foam cake seems to belong. So I just wanted to bring this up to everybody so that we can contemplate our lives or aspects of our lives that resemble that of our dear friend, the foam cake. 
I might even wade through this freezing ass cold water to go get a better picture of that thing. It's so cool. Our culture does not think highly of spinning one's wheels, right? That's an expression that comes from machinery, automobiles, right? And in our culture, machinery and automobiles and going fast and going somewhere and being productive, these are all very good things. You don't want to just spin your wheels. You don't want to act like that foam cake over there, Mr. Foam Cake. He's going nowhere. But perhaps if we look to nature instead, we will find many examples of, you know, maybe not many examples, but some examples of ways that uh, spinning one's wheels is a perfectly natural thing to do. And we don't have to get anywhere. We don't belong in the big flowing mainstream all the time. And it doesn't mean that we need to be sitting completely still. Nature here is simply spinning the foam cake for reasons that have to do with nature's will or nature's laws. If there are gods, they might be smiling or laughing upon foam cake. And foam cake might be giddily responding, hee this is really fun. You know, my, my kid can sit in a spinny chair outside on a hot day and just spin and spin and spin. So there's your metaphor, my friends. If you are stuck and spinning, perhaps that is exactly where you need to be right now. Perhaps you are a foam cake. Now, you may get to the point where you don't like spinning anymore, and it really is time to move on, but the moving on may come from nature as well. This stream that I'm checking out right now, it's probably going to, I've, I really honestly have never seen it out here. I know it, it flows here sometimes, certainly not this time of year, I don't think. So it's probably going to uh, lessen, and when it does that, perhaps foam cake will be stranded and won't be spinning. The water won't be high enough to spin it. And the foam will at that point have some foamy choices about what to do next. Maybe it will fly away and plop itself on top of somebody's cappuccino. Perhaps it will dry into the ground. Uh, this whole thing could just freeze. Frozen foam. Maybe I'll come back here if that happens because I want to see a frozen foam cake. And then in the summer, it all dries out. We go deep into drought. There is no stream at all. There's no foam to be found. So I love the idea of a natural process that allows us to spin our wheels and spin our foam cakes and not try to force ourselves downstream when we're not ready to go. On the other hand, I had another apt example walking out here today. Um, I started off at the school and at an institution called the SPRD. And I walked by a ball field. And I saw that it had high fences. Not super, super crazy high, but high. And that there was a deer stuck inside. And I thought, well, that deer's going to figure out that they can get back out however they got in there. And then I kept walking and I saw 
another deer, perhaps the mama. It's, they were acting like mama baby, even though the baby's kind of youth, kind of getting very big. Um, one was on the other side of the fence, and they started freaking the hell out. And inside deer would run over to the fence and bounce, bounce, bounce. And outside deer would bounce, bounce, bounce. And they were so panicked. And I realized what was happening eventually. Outside deer was bouncing, started with walking, turned into panicked bouncing along a stretch of the fence about um, 70, 80 feet long. And then she'd turn around and go back the other way. Inside deer starts panicking because outside deer is so panicked and follows that same path. Maybe strays a little bit to go look for other possibilities, but not very far. And they go back and forth. They're getting more and more panicked. And I'm like, ah. So I go in there and I open some gates and yell at the deer and try to be like, hey, come over here, man. Um, and they sort of look at me and sort of ignore me. And they seem so desperate. And it's getting more and more bouncy and crazy. And you're like, oh my god, if outside deer would just shut up for a minute, inside deer could calm down and wander around the perimeter of this high fence. Inside deer would figure out, oh, look at this, here's some open gates. There was even a large section um, that had just like a three-foot fence over it that any deer, any self-respecting deer could just plop over that real fast. And I wasn't sure if I was going to try to herd the deer that direction. And if it's a mama-baby situation, then if one of them's a mama, then she might attack me. You know, it gets complicated, but some, somebody had to do something. And just as I'm about to do whatever that is, I'm, I'm in the field, I'm starting to ramble around. Inside deer goes for it. Inside deer jumps all the way over the giant high fence and the high fence right behind that of some other trail or whatever. Boing, boing. I heard uh, somebody working on a, um, a field building far away go, whoa. So there's another approach to stuckness. Just jump the hell out of there. But I, I'm determined to learn something from that deer as from our friend, the foam cake. And in one way, it's, I feel like that story, the story of, and then I jumped as high as I could and I got out of the trap. Yay! I feel like that's kind of the usual narrative that we get, both from the new age movements and from our generally productivity-oriented bootstrappy patriarchal society both of those would you know would love to make a movie about that deer finally deciding to make the jump getting out of being stuck inside the field as real people though I think that sometimes maybe we need something a little less impressive we need to take a deep breath then walk over and find that, that gate that somebody just opened for us. Like, what if this deer hadn't made it? It could have been really, really ugly because there were two fences right in a row. I used to jump horses when I was young. And, you know, if you got the, I can't remember what it was called, but when, when there would be a jump that was basically two in a row, but, but um, 
you have to you have to jump one and then immediately the other. You don't have time to keep going. And you'd have to be a crazy person and crazy horse to try to jump all of it at once and huge. Um, you know, that was a really frightening feeling. You know, I had to leave it to my horse. He was either going to be able to manage this or not. So that's the situation the deer was in. The deer was in a very rough spot and could very easily have hurt itself very badly. Now, I'm the kind of person who honestly spent most of my life doing, you know, wandering around the field and then going, ah, and jumping at the highest fence just to see what would happen. <laughs> and sometimes I made it. Woohoo. Sometimes I did not. But now I'm old, you know, getting there, middle-aged. And I, I want to sing praises. I want to sing praises to the foam cake for sitting and spinning. It is still doing that, by the way, very impressively. And I want to sing the praises of all of us who take the time to look for the opened gate, who stop listening to the screaming person outside, screaming deer, the bouncy, crazy, panicked deer. That's the externalities in this little metaphor here, right? So this is your fucking television. This is your freaking um, social media. In my case, it's the New York Times website, whatever. It's the different places where we get our panic from externally. And they're going, jump, jump, oh my god, oh my god. And they're only looking at, you know, 70 feet of the fence. They don't really know what a field is. So, there you go. That's, um, that's just a nice little non-tarot, burning tarot thing for this week to think about. Is when am I acting like the deer who actually has some calm, safe options, if only would chill out and go use them when am I acting like a foam cake when is it good to act like a foam cake when do I belong spinning out spinning around and around in my stream because it is my time to do that I do not need to go anywhere I do not need to flow down the stream this is my spot right now till nature moves me along I'm going to try for that Um, Please report back to me if you have any interesting experiences or moments in the upcoming weeks where you feel like, oh my god, I am that deer. Or maybe I'm the outside deer. I'm a a writer, so I'm sometimes that outside deer. I can only see a few feet of the fence and I'm yelling at everybody else, bouncing around. There you go. Good fun. Um, Enjoy your video that you can meditate to of the spinning foam cake. And um, have a really charming day. Much love from T.